Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is America's Trucking Network with Steve Summers. All right, my turn again. Okay, I guess it is. We'll do it. It's a Wednesday. We call it Hump Day. Yeah, I'm going to be looking at 26th day of August. Winding down the days for another month. Hope your week's going well. Yeah, we get to bounce off of the uh, the Reds on a skid. And we'll try to find some positive news. I don't know if we can find anything per se positive when it comes to what's going to be transpiring over the next few days in our traveler's weather. That's where we typically start a service of our friends at Travel Centers of America. TA Truck Service, more bays, more expertise, and more solutions. Well, as anticipated, Laura uh, erupted into a hurricane early Tuesday as the storm began to move away from Cuba. And we're rolling over the warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, we expect the strengthening to continue. Some periods of rapid strengthening as it ultimately charges toward the Gulf Coast. So I look at the, the big broad picture of the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, right now it looks like yeah, Laura is pretty much like bullseye, dead center uh, in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, but I notice also a much broader field of showers and thunderstorms. Marco, a couple of days ago, was a, a fairly compact storm. Uh, Laura is continuing to grow and strengthen, and it's going to impact a much larger area of the Gulf Coast. And some of the words we're hearing from the forecasters are things like catastrophic damage anticipated, billions Billions of dollars of economic impact. So Laura is still at a Category 1. I have to double-check the numbers. I think she's getting pretty close to jumping into Category 2. The latest update from the Hurricane Center uh, shows maximum sustained winds now up to 90 miles per hour. And uh, wind gusts already up at 104. Now they're forecasting this thing may indeed reach major hurricane status of at least a Category 3 before it makes landfall. Uh, now, what is a major hurricane? That's when your sustained winds uh, hit at least 111 miles per hour. Now, the latest numbers, it's about 460 miles southeast of Galveston, Texas, 435 miles southeast of Lake Charles, Louisiana, and... Uh, Sustained winds are just above the 85, again, 90-mile-per-hour mark was the graphic I was just looking at. So the storm is going to be rated a 3 on what they refer to as the real impact scale for a hurricane. 
That's kind of a new method that AccuWeather came out with last year uh, to assess the overall potential damage that a storm could cause based on the Saffir-Simpson hurricane wind scale, which only factors in the wind impacts. But this has the potential to cause significant damage, widespread power outages in Louisiana along the upper Texas coast. Roads will be impassable. Power may be out for days, all the typical things. As a result, hurricane warnings are now in effect for places along the Gulf Coast, from San Luis Pass, Texas, to intercoastal city, Louisiana. At this time, we feel the greatest threat to lives and property uh, from Laura is from the storm surge flooding, which I was looking at some of these numbers, and that is incredible. The coastal inundation from the storm surge could reach 15 feet around Cameron, Louisiana. Now, a surge of that magnitude would be high enough to get into the second story of any sort of structures located along the coast. Waters will begin to rise. Coastal roads will be underwater well in advance of the center of the storm's arrival. Uh, Storm surge flooding could occur as far to the east as coastal Mississippi and as far as southwest as Galveston, Texas. Now, where the storm makes landfall, this is the number that's frightening. Uh, There's the potential storm surge could penetrate up to 30 miles inland from the immediate coastline. Now, obviously, if you've got 30 miles in, uh, we're, we're talking... You know, several inches of water, but deeper and deeper and deeper, and maybe as much as 15 foot deep as you get all all the way down toward the coastal areas. But can you imagine 30 miles inland, you have the amount of areas that would be underwater. Uh, the impact from Laura could be similar to Hurricane Rita, which was a slightly larger storm back in 2005. Yeah, Rita was the last major hurricane to hit near the border of Louisiana and Texas, and she produced a storm surge of 18 feet. Uh, Hurricane Ike, back in 2008, hit further south of Galveston Island, Texas, as a Category 2 storm. In terms of economic impact, yeah, they're estimating total damage and losses could be 25 to $30 billion dollars. It could be higher should it shift further west, uh, maybe closer to Houston, Texas, the fourth largest U.S. city. Now, that's based on an analysis uh, incorporating independent methods to evaluate all the direct and indirect impacts. Meteorologists urging all residents pay attention to the evacuation orders, which there are hundreds of thousands of people trying to get away from the coast at this hour. The first mandatory order uh, was issued on Tuesday. Uh, Galveston's mayor signed a mandatory evacuation order, and the mandatory evacuation went into effect at 6 o'clock this past morning as the city urged residents get off the island within six hours of the order being signed and take all your family members and take your pets Elsewhere along the Gulf Coast, residents in Louisiana preparing for the storm uh, spent the day boarding up windows uh, in Cameron, Louisiana, which is a coastal town about 135 miles east of Houston. 
Uh, Residents there seen evacuating. Oil refineries across the Gulf are shut down. Uh, first from Marco and, of course, now remaining shut down uh, for Laura. Right now, all told, nearly 600,000 people in Texas and Louisiana have been ordered to flee the approaching storm. Another concern that's way up on the list of significant threats will be tornadoes. Uh, the tornado risk will increase just prior to landfall and will remain a significant threat, perhaps up to 48 hours after landfall, uh, near and to the east of the track of the center of the storm, which was going to be mainly over the lower Mississippi Valley. Although some gusty showers and thunderstorms on the outer periphery of the storm uh, did cross the Florida Keys Monday night, where they saw some gusts of 40 to 50 miles per hour, yeah, the the wrath is going to be set towards uh, parts of the central and northwestern Gulf Coast. Uh, Laura's on that curved path, passing through the central Gulf of Mexico, a strengthening and the westward extending high pressure system. Uh, Laura will briefly track over the shallow wake of cooler water that was left from Marco. Uh, that might slow down the intensification process, but only briefly. Uh, Then Laura will be over the very warm water, very little wind shear. Everything will be favoring continued strengthening, a possibility to briefly become a major hurricane of a Category 3. Let's see. That's what they're predicting she'll make a landfall as. Uh, It's possible the storm could peak even at a higher level while it's over the Gulf waters. So this is going to be a nasty one. Uh, damaging winds begin to reach the central Gulf Coast here at midweek. Uh, winds could be 100 to 120 miles per hour, where Laura makes landfall, uh, with gusts reaching possibly 130. Now, that's incredible. Yeah, trees that are sitting in soil that's been saturated already by Marco, uh, obviously more susceptible to being brought down. Uh, even with a glancing blow in, say, Houston, Winds could approach hurricane force over the high buildings in the downtown area and a likelihood of power outages and property damage down below. Yeah, impact could be greater in the Houston area if the storm indeed does shift its track a bit further to the west. As we all well know, these tropical systems uh, tend to have a mind of their own. And then, of course, life-threatening flooding from rainfall. Rainfall may fall across the same places that received tremendous rain from Marco. The combination of the heavy rains uh, from the western Florida panhandle to central Louisiana and another round of tropical downpours from Laura uh, will make more areas susceptible to flooding than usual. Now, from Laura alone, the rainfall totals will see widespread 4- to 8-inch rainfall totals, some areas maybe 12 inches most likely in southern Louisiana. And, of course, isolated tornadoes possible to the north and east of the center of the storm. Now, there's going to be a whole lot more to Laura in the coming days after making the initial landfall along the Gulf Coast. It'll be far-reaching impacts uh, spreading through portions of the Mississippi, the Tennessee, and even the Ohio Valleys But it's through the end of this week. Yeah, we'll dig a bit more into what other impacts we might see, including the risk of tornadoes uh, along the way, thanks to Laura.
Yeah, the year is 2020. What a year it's been thus far, and I'm ready for 2021. But right now, we do see some of the uh, the farthest most to the north outer bands of thunderstorms uh, reaching areas like uh, New Orleans uh, and even uh, pushing over toward Lafayette, uh, Louisiana. Now, that's, again, way to the way to the north of the center of the storm. All right, underway on a Wednesday. Yeah, we call it hump day. It's 888-860-8785, 860-TRUK. What's going on in the world of racing? See what Seg has on his mind here on America's Trucking Network. This is the Miami Valley Gaming Racing Report on America's Trucking Network. Takuma Sato's second Indianapolis 500 victory was worth less than his first because of a reduced purse. But the Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan racing driver still picked up $1.3 million winner check. The 104th running of the Indianapolis 500 paid $7.5 million to a 33-car field. That was slightly more than half of the originally announced record purse of $15 million. The amount was cut because of the track lost millions of being unable to have fans because of the coronavirus pandemic. According to the Indianapolis Star, it's the smallest Indy 500 race purse since 1991 and the lowest winner's earnings since 2003. NBC earned a 2.3 rating and 3.73 million viewers for Sunday's running of the Indianapolis 500. The Indy 500 was NBC's second most watched sports event since the NFL Divisional Playoffs in January. Indianapolis led all markets with a 24.9 local rating Cincinnati, Columbus, and Las Vegas tied for second overall in the TV ratings. This is the Miami Valley Gaming Racing Report on America's Trucking Network. Take Dennis reporting for America's Trucking Network. Of course, for the trucking industry, you've been under emergency orders due to the pandemic, uh, relaxing the hours of service regulations uh, for, what, five months going, close to six months now. But with the upcoming impact of Laura, uh, that's going to be uh, a a broader relaxation of the hours of service. Uh, The regional field administrators for the FMCSA Southern and Western Service Centers has declared a regional emergency for the states of Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas in response to the impending weather. So under the regional emergency declaration, motor carriers and drivers providing direct assistance to the weather emergency in those states are granted relief from parts 390 through 399 of Title 49 Code of the Federal Regulations. Uh, There are some certain restrictions. What is direct assistance? That's anything supporting emergency relief efforts, transporting supplies, goods, equipment, fuel into the affected states. Uh, Like right now, there should be a lot of goods and things of that nature, fuel and whatnot, moving Uh, to be stationed, to move in following the threat once the threat passes. If you are transporting people into and from the affected states or providing other assistance in the form of emergency services during the situation created by Laura, 
upon termination of direct assistance to those emergency relief efforts, the carriers and drivers are subject to the requirements, but a driver may return empty to the carrier's terminal or the driver's normal workplace without complying with those sections 390 to 399. When a driver is moving from emergency relief efforts to normal operations, you do have to take the 10-hour break uh, when the total time a driver uh, operates conducting emergency relief efforts or a combination of emergency relief and normal operations uh, equals 14 hours. Uh, The FMCSA notes the emergency declaration does not offer exemption from, obviously, uh, the substance or alcohol use and testing requirements, your license requirements, your insurance requirements, all of those sort of things. Carriers or drivers that are currently subject to an out-of-service order are not eligible for the relief that's granted by the declaration till you meet the applicable conditions. Uh, let me see. The declaration continues. How long? It uh, looks like for the duration of the emergency or until 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time on September 23rd, whichever, whichever occurs first. But uh, undoubtedly, when based on what the anticipation of the impacts from this hurricane will be, uh, there's likely going to be the need for a lot of different emergency relief supplies, food and water, you know, everything that would be needed, generators. Yeah, right now there's probably some issues uh, with fuel. Uh, 600,000 people trying to fill up and head north to get away from the Gulf Coast. All right, uh, we'll be joined by Mr. Motorcoat coming up here shortly. Ed Gibbs joins us. I believe we're going to see if you know a little bit about your own business. Yeah, you're in the transportation biz. How about, about a little transportation trivia? How's that sound? That's all coming up. Our number is 888-860-8785 here on America's Trucking Network. All right, got a Wednesday. Here we call it. Hulk Day. What's going on, Ed? Hey there. How we been? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hanging in. I've been fine. been really good. Staying COVID-free? Uh... Totally. The whole household, uh, yeah, not not really a problem, but I don't go out much. And when I do, I've got a convertible, so the top's down. Yeah, right. Uh, although I have been yelled at at the stoplight twice now. Uh, you, you've mentioned that. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, I, 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 we just haven't had, haven't had any issues. Uh, knock on something. <laughs> Are you ready yeah. to make a ready to make a trip down to the Gulf Coast? 
Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we can uh, right you know, we can welcome Laura ashore. Yeah, I'm going to say Laura's going to is decided to, to uh, pick up quite a punch. Uh, looks like be, this, this, looks like this may be kind of kind of the the, the big event for tropical season uh, for 2020. Which let's hope so. It's going to be there's going to be a lot of water. I, I mean, when they're talking about a storm surge that could go as much as 30 miles in, I, I guess, yeah, it, it, the the slope of the coastline is very, very gradual as far as elevating, and it's, it's so it's so flat for so many miles inland that the water's just going to overrun everything. Yeah, sounds like it. Like, sounds as bad, almost as bad as Katrina, the way they're talking. Yeah, I hope they're, not. No, they're talking. I I do remember the name Rita, but I don't. You know, I, I can't remember yeah. you know, the the destruction yeah. that she left behind. But all right, uh, do you know your business? You're in transportation, so we're going to yeah, do. Said, this is going to be something a little different. Transportation trivia. There'll be some. Actually, there's a couple of these we've done in the past. So, interesting why I started to try to research this. It'll be all across all forms of uh, transportation. Going to be interesting to see what you what you uh, what you know. That'll be a little different. Okay. Well, let's tell folks. We always like to do a product of the hour. We always start off with uh, Ed Gibbs. Is we call him Mister Motor Code, and uh, kind of like uh, the spokesperson. For the motor coat hyperlubricant, which how, how many years are we in? How many years you've been around now? I'm oh, sorry, 18th year on the radio. But the hyperlubricants uh, I've been selling for 20, 21, 22 years. Uh, it's been around a little bit longer. That was an, invented by a PhD uh, out of Michigan, and uh, we bought it but about 22 years ago, and it's. Going strong. I mean, the, the, the industry has uh, supported it extremely well, and it, it, uh, even though it's a, a small little company, we we keep holding our place. So uh, it's, it, it's the main reason is the stuff just works, uh, and it when it gets extreme, like you get really hot or really cold, and boy, are we getting really hot right now. Uh, it it it. Uh, it Makes you ride, ride the one uh, you count on. It starts up easier, less strain on vital parts. It helps that battery. Trust me, that battery with this heat is going through a lot of strain, but it'll make it last. You add two ounces per quart to any engine, gas, or diesel. You don't need an oil change. You can add it now, now so you can be protected uh, before all these issues uh, come up. Uh, you can add it to the tranny and differentials plus the power steering. It's the number one multi-use and only, only multi-use friction fire. It's, it's traveled over a billion miles, still going. Work it works when you need it, where you need it. Uh, it's, it, it requires a minimum amount of effort. You just pour and go, and you get a maximum amount of results. And uh, you can find the motor coat product uh, at at Meyer, Menards, Rally Auto Parts, Fleet Farm. All of the truck stops have it. TA, Pectro, Pilot, Flying J, Loves, Iowa 80, 400 independent truck centers in Canada, Canadian Tire Parts Store stores, and on Amazon and at MotorKOTE.com. And uh, we now have the ability for you to place your order direct on Instagram. 
We are we're up on Instagram. You can while you're sitting there waiting to unload, go on Instagram, pick out what you want to do, and you can order it direct from Instagram. Now we, you know, we've got over like 39 products now. So and we're running bundle specials all the time on MotorCode. And I also would encourage you to sign up to get the emails. We have email specials. That only are available if you're if you're registered on our for our, our emails. So sign up, register to be on the website, so you can get our emails. Those come and go. Some of them only last two or three days. So you can only find out about that, and they're they're extra special if if you're signed up for on our emails. And now on Instagram, of course, at motorkote.com. We call that the product of the hour. So <laughs> we get things underway here on a Wednesday. Hump day, as we like to call it. All right, so yeah. give, me, give me a little understanding of how this is going to work. We're going to do transportation trivia. Well, it's it's pretty simple. I'll, I'll, we'll discuss certain types of transportation, and you'll have to give me an answer. Uh, I'll give you a real simple one to start with. I'm going to hit really close to home to you. You ready for this? Okay. Close to home for me? Yeah. Oh, okay. What TV detector drove a, de- detective drove a 1979 Firebird? Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to which I'd say, I don't know. I have no idea. All right, so that's the way it'll work. Okay, now that's an easy one. We're gonna get. Well, progressive. I always give you one. To, I give you one easy to start with. We're gonna get progressively more difficult as we roll through the morning hours. Yeah. All right, it's eight 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 six zero eighty seven eighty five. Let's get a quick timeout here, and we'll return on America's Trucking Network. Yeah, oddly enough, the Centers for Disease Control uh, issued uh, a warning uh, about a new coronavirus risk that you probably wouldn't expect, uh, which would be getting slapped or choked or kicked in the workplace by angry customers. And the best way to avoid it is to just don't engage. It's crazy that we've had to come to this in 2019, but they issued guidance this week for retail and service workers, suggesting ways that these companies can limit violence toward the workers when they implement these policies to try and stop, stop the spread of COVID. In other words, how to protect your workers that have the task, the, the unenviable job of asking a shopper to put on a mask or stay six feet apart, or wait their turn before you can come in to a capacity-limited store. Uh, the new CDC page gives a series of actions companies can take to protect their workers, anything from installing panic buttons to having staff that are enforcing the mask-wearing, uh, operating a team of two, their safety in numbers, above all, Workers should not put themselves in the direct line of danger, according to the agency. They usually focus on disease prevention. They say, don't argue with the customer 
if they make a threat or become violent. Likewise, if a shopper appears upset when asked to put on a mask uh, or told about the limit on the number of people in the store or a limit on, say, toilet paper, do not try to make them follow the policy. Just relax and move on. Seems like that. Yeah, easier said than the- Well, right? (laughs) Easier said than done. Sometimes it's not actually, say, a a, a worker or an employee in a store that's getting PO'd at someone not wearing a mask. Sometimes it's another customer. And the customers are getting in actual fights in these stores. But if you want to find a good way to spread the COVID, yeah, just do that. You have so much for social distancing when you're rolling around on the floor just trying to stomp somebody. But the... uh, now, I guess the moral of the story is the insanity of 2019. Not a day goes by where you don't see or hear something about you know, people getting in a fight on the plane. I shared the story last night. Uh, over a, a guy that was on the high-speed train, I don't know if you heard this one or not, in, over in France, yeah, they've got the mandate to put masks on. And this guy was refusing to put on the masks. So, so they, they actually stopped the train like 470 kilometers away from their next stop, and they made this guy get off the train, just out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, oh my gosh. You know, you can't do that on a plane. You can't open the hatch and throw him out, you know, but I I guess on the train, you're on the ground. He stopped and said, all right, you're walking, buddy. So that's pretty comical. I have have a unique uh, confession to make. Really? Yeah, I have not been in a store since COVID started. I have not been in a store. Wow. Since it started. And I have not been in a, I've been in a gas station, but I haven't been in the gas station store. You just use your, use your card, pay at the pump and go on. Yeah. I haven't been in, I haven't been in any structure since it started that's that's pretty impressive so you're just doing are you doing like uh, having your groceries delivered or letting uh, somebody groceries are groceries are being delivered and i don't even pick them up i don't go uh, they're dropped off and my uh, my wife picks them up or my son um i don't get out of the car i don't i've done drive-through pickup but you know like a Wendy's or mm-hmm. fast food or something McDonald's or some fast food. But I, and, and I haven't worn a mask. <laughs> well, I guess if you haven't gone in any place, you haven't really been required to put one on, I have, but I haven't even worn one. I've gone, I've gone online to order stuff and ended the department store. I like to shop at is closing. I can't go there. <laughs> so haven't had the need for a Home Depot or anything like that. I've and then that's well, yeah, I can, but you, I've ordered online. Ah, I got you. I've ordered. I've ordered. I've gone totally. Yeah, you know, I, I started thinking about you talking about that. And I had never crossed my mind, but I haven't been in a store. <laughs> that's pretty incredible. <laughs> first, first time I've thought about that. You know. Have not. Am I? We're, we're talking like about since March. Yeah. Six months without going in a store. 
And yeah. I've been to the hospital to be for checkup. Yeah. And I've been for a, for a checkup. Uh, no, I mean, I, I my medicine I, I pick up at the, the, the CVS at the at the drive-through window. Drive-through. I was there today. I didn't have a mask on. I haven't had a mask on. I've got them in the car. I ordered some. You may be one of the only people in the whole country that could make a claim of I have not gone into a business or establishment for for six months during the summer yeah, of I'm 2020. Just, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in shock at thinking about it, but it, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not me. Uh, you're right. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, Jeff's been everywhere. He he wants to go to a Reds game. Hell, he went to Kings Island one day. He's been to the dry. He's been to the movie theaters. He don't give a crap. Checked out a new brewery today too. A new brewery. He, he checks out a new brewery every week. Okay. I mean, I've ordered. I've gone to buying stuff online and having it delivered. And even at the delivery, I don't pay any attention to it until I normally get it, like a picture sent to me that it's on my front porch. And my front porch is. Fifteen feet from me. Wow! <laughs> so I, I and so I don't, I don't see them. I don't. I, yeah, I, this is the first time I've thought about this, but I've never. No, I haven't had. This... I don't. I haven't had, had a mask on, and I haven't been in a store, and I haven't. I don't drive with a mask on. And I go to a gas station that's ten miles out of town. It's not. It's not in a city. <laughs> so. What a year. All right. Well, yeah. get, well, let's get to our callers after a quick time out here, about six before the hour. And uh, a couple lines open. It's 888-860-8785 on ATN. All right. Rolling toward news update time. As we head down the home stretch for hour number one here on a hump day. Uh, when we come back with our travelers, weather following the news again, we'll, we'll delve into what will be uh, the far-reaching and uh, the far-spread impacts uh, through the eastern portions of the country. Uh, we're talking portions of the Mississippi, the Tennessee, the Ohio Valleys, uh, all to be impacted in some form or fashion. You know, some of the dangerous risks that they're expecting uh, include damaging wind gusts, flooding, and most notably, the concern of tornadoes. All right, more on that coming up. Hello, always moving. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I had to call because if the answer to this trivia question is who I think it is, it is my all-time favorite actor, and I believe that it is James Garner playing Jim Rockford from The Rockford Files. Yeah, well, your all-time favorite act- actor just won you. Thank you. He is. I fell in love with him when I was little, and he was Maverick. And I, I, I just dearly loved watching all of his work. He was just absolutely superb. And I bought the magazine from People when he passed away, and I still keep it and and uh, have it um, have it in a special drawer because he just meant that much to me. I just. I just thought he was the classiest, neatest guy. How about that? Yeah, I, 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 the first movie I saw him in, I had to drive to Cincinnati uh, because we wanted to see. We went to see the in a in a three uh, 
three three uh, screen movie theater only in Cincinnati. It was Jim Brockford and Grand Prix. Yeah, and I uh, hmm. I actually just bought a. Uh, um, collection of DVDs from the Rockford Files, like the complete set or the complete series. Really? Yeah, yeah, and I got it for a good price at Walmart. And I was I was so tickled. I look, I watched it for a couple of weeks, and I went, oh, I gotta have it. <laughs> I just I couldn't stand <laughs> it any longer. I had to have it. So yeah, I, I got that. So yeah, I, he just he he gets in that car and he. He turns his head around and rolls his eyes at you, and you're like, "Yeah, baby, he's cute." <laughs> he just he had a smile and a way with him, and just his down hominess. Oh, was, yeah. and that was such a good show on Friday nights. Uh, that was a Friday night show, and uh, my uh, parents dearly loved watching it too. And he just was so so cool in that role. But thank you very much for the code. You know, I've never cashed in one of my codes. <laughs> Well, I've gotten a couple of them, but do it now. I will try to do use them. Well, go ahead and make sure that you, you sign up on the website so you can get the code. You have, you have to register on the website. Okay. Well, there you go. I'll put you on hold there, always moving. We'll get a news update, and uh, we roll on on America's Trucking Network. This is News Radio 700 WLW. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.